Live from the PropSwap studios of AM1490 Sports Betting Radio and distributed by the Jacob Media Network, it's Extending the Play with John McMullen, powered by PropSwap. PropSwap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. It's your time, South Jersey, and our time on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio for extending the play with your host, NFL insider, John McMullen. Today's program is presented locally by the Malamut Law Firm and Remax Real Estate and powered regionally by Bet River Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. Now, here's John McMullen. Another Saturday. Good morning, everyone. 10 o'clock straight up on a Saturday edition of Extending the Play alongside John McMullen. Johnny Mack, I'm Rich Quinones. We'll take you up to 11 o'clock right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio on this 16th of January 2020. We've got playoff football to talk about. The divisional matchups, which I think are going to be very intriguing. But Johnny Mack, it's all about the head coaching search. It's almost like a, you got to send a search party out there when we're talking about the search. Philadelphia Eagles. And search. I love how all these names <clears throat> are being thrown. He's already got it going. He's clearing the throat. He's clearing getting ready throat. to pontificate. Yeah, Brandon Staley being the latest. And we'll see if the Rams get knocked out of the playoffs against the Green Bay Packers, which I think is likely. So at this stage, you got to wait for certain candidates to finish up before you can go after them. Uh, you know, this search has gone pretty much as I expected. Guys with options have no interest in the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're going to have to go for first-timers. Uh, sort of like, you know, a redux of Doug Peterson in 2016. Unless Jeffrey Lurie comes to his senses and says, look, I have been overreaching. You know, it's interesting I wrote about this on Sports Illustrated, wrote about it in Philly Voice, and we're going to have my buddy Ed Kratz on later uh, from SI.com. Uh, you know, Joe Banner said it today yep. with, with Paul Domovich and, and his weekly sort of Q&A at Philly.com. Uh, he admitted, even Joe Banner, Jeffrey Lurie's childhood friend, admitted Agents and coaches are going to be interviewing essentially the Eagles as well, saying uh, what well, of the course heck? They, of course, yeah, it, it's a that, that's an outstanding point you guys bring up, and it's funny because if you really look at the last two head coaches, Chip and Doug, they did not play nice with Harry Osmond. It's almost as if they wanted the GM out in order for them to kind of maintain order and stay where they're at and maybe try to continue to succeed. Obviously, it's a different scenario when it was with Chip Kelly than Doug having been uh, at the helm to um, hoist a Lombardi trophy for the Philadelphia Eagles a couple seasons ago. But I, I guess here's my question. If you are a head coaching candidate and you are interviewing with the Philadelphia Eagles, in the back of your mind, it might it might look like this great new Mercedes that you're getting ready to drive off the lot. But, man, you better really check under the hood. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think it looks like a Mercedes. If you uh, want to uh, say, yeah, well, yeah. maybe maybe like a uh, maybe, maybe like a, a Gremlin, yeah. maybe you know half the car, <laughs> maybe a, a a duster, a Plymouth duster. Yeah, you're right with, about with that. With the quarterback bad... situation, the uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, from a standpoint of look, there's only 32 of these right, shots. Right. Yes, it is a Mercedes. They're all Mercedes. Yep. Let's be honest. But so if you get that opportunity, we'll use Brandon Staley because he's the latest name. Look, he's not getting interviews anywhere else. He's a young, he's a young guy skipping steps. Right, as right. I like to say. Interview by default, almost. Yeah. Yep. For for him, it would be a Mercedes. Yes, that's a great point. Yep. For for Robert Sala, who has six interviews and everybody's banging down his door, yep. And he's Mugatu's hot hot candidate uh, of the cycle. Uh guess what? It's a Plymouth Duster, yeah, and he's gonna yeah. he's gonna go in there and say, I'll, "I'll take the visit to Palm Beach. I'll, I'll go sit sit at the estate, Jeffrey, and and and, and take your hospitality. But I'm not going to seriously consider this job unless you give me the power a typical coach in this this league um, this league has. And and by the way, how do you do that if you're Jeffrey Lurie? You just had a Super Bowl winner. You wouldn't give it to him, and you're going to give what? it to Robert Sala? Or Lincoln Riley, or really for anyone for that matter, because there's probably part of that, you know, that that handshake agreement along with that contract sites, you know, we want X amount of power. I'm going to look, I want to have my say in player personnel, talent value. It's not going to see. That's what I think a lot of people don't understand. Jeffrey Lurie and Howie, Jeffrey Lurie's not going to turn around and do a 180 all of a sudden after 20-something-odd years and decide, you know what, yeah, the next guy that comes in, here's the keys to the castle, here's the keys to the Mercedes, driving around, bang the hell out of it up, I don't care, you're running the show. It's not in his DNA. Well, I, I will say this, it's not a 180 for Jeffrey Lurie. For the vast majority of his ownership career, which is uh, over a quarter century now, uh, he has given power to his head coaches. Andy Reid had significant, significant power, uh, almost as much power as any head coach. But he in also league. built that equity up, did yes, he not? Yes. I think I think not in 1999. Yeah, but yeah. he built it up. Yeah, you would think. Guess what he didn't do, Rich? He didn't win a Super Bowl no, here. No, he didn't. So you would think somebody else built up some equity. Uh, but uh, evidently that didn't happen. Chip Kelly had tremendous power even before. He won the battle over Howie Roseman. He had significant. But that was a mistake. You know why? Because they fell in love with what he did oh, oh, in yeah. college. No and question. So, yes, those two examples, 100% correct. Reed built up more equity. I think Chip, I think that came with. I think that came with he the job. He was the flavor of the month. Uh, uh, yeah, was, exactly. Was, We're going to give you everything just to satisfy you and appease you. And yeah. listen, I, I quite frankly, I. I I don't know what direction. See, I think ultimately, no matter who they hire, the fan base is not going to be satisfied. Even if it's Deuce, which I don't think that's oh, going to happen. It I doesn't matter. I mean, but he, 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 and I'm talking about Jeffrey Laurie, and, and we'll talk about this later in the show, Rich, but it's so easy. The more I dig into this, it's so easy. And I brought it up. You just brought it up. Howie Roseman is the villain in this story. This wasn't Howie Roseman. This was Jeff Lurie, a hundred percent. Howie Roseman wanted to keep Doug Peterson. Howie Roseman, uh, look, th there's no question he has probably too much power. Right. But you know when you talk about a Jalen Rager, 
he took the coaching staff over the scouting staff. The scouting staff wanted Justin Jefferson. Like a good GM, <laughs> people are going to get mad at me for saying this. Like a good GM, he was trying to get his coaching staff what they wanted. What they wanted. He's not the villain here. Jeffrey Lurie is the villain. But he's the villain to some extent because of the talent, the lack of well, evaluating sure. part, talent, and the is. fact that I think everyone all of, a, all of a sudden believes that Jeffrey Lurie is the father, how he's the kid that's allowed to run roughshod in the neighborhood, yeah, and it's I, really I, disrupting the rest of the I neighbors. I don't know. If the, if the kid was running roughshod, Doug Peterson would still be here. I, I will say that. So I, I don't know. When but that, comes... that speaks to the disconnect again and the goofiness within the organization oh, and, because and nothing. So going back to what we've talked about now for the last several weeks and even prior when we were speculating if Doug was going to return, resign, or get fired, who the hell would want to deal with this type of mess? Uh, I don't know. Maybe do Staley. And, and you brought up a good. This is where Jeffrey boxed himself in. Look at how many people in this organization are coming out for Deuce Staley. Yesterday it was Brandon Graham. In yep. the past it was Rodney McLeod. Even ex-players, Malcolm Jenkins, Chris Long, high-profile ex-players saying this guy Puts guy's a little more pressure on the owner to quote-unquote. Puts quote, tremendous yeah. pressure. And then you go back to Jeffrey Lurie. Why is Doug Peterson not here? Right. Because he wanted to go outside the organization. Then you get all this pressure to stay inside the organization with Deuce Staley. How does he, how does he do this? I, I got to tell you, man, this guy has really screwed this up. He has put himself, no matter what he does, he's going to be second-guessed to high heaven. And ultimately, look, Rich, we all understand if the next coach, whoever that might be, uh, is successful, none of this is going to matter. But it's going to be really difficult during this transition period, as he said seven different times in his manifesto of nonsense Seven different times we're heading into a transition period. Uh, I, I, I think he has bungled this at every corner, every turn. And by the way, people ask, why is he doing the interviews in South Florida? Other, other than, look, I want to be in South Florida, too. I'd love to be in Palm Beach. But typically, they have not done it this way in the past. I think to avoid a lot of media uh, exactly. scrutiny. Exactly. Yeah. And he has taken hits. There is nobody. Like I just mentioned Howie Roseman isn't the villain. There is nobody coming to Jeffrey Lurie's defense right now. That's why he's in because, South Florida. Because they think he fired the wrong guy. Well, he did. I mean, I, you know, he did. And by the way, interesting Doug Peterson today, potentially taking the offensive coordinator job with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I saw that. Now, the thing there that people don't understand, Doug is from Bellingham, Washington. When he's done with football, he's going back to the Seattle sure. area. He loves it. That is the only offensive coordinator position he would consider, I, I believe. Could be a good spot, too. I mean, Pete Carroll is a young, what is he, 60-something-odd getting up oh, there, yeah. right? But but young yes. and vi maybe. He might be 70, believe it or not. Maybe. He might be. Yeah. Vibrant at that age, but again, I look older than Pete. Uh, that's you know. depressing. It's depressing. <laughs> Perhaps but that's, that's the opening hair. up the door for him to get back in the coaching. None of these, none of these candidates. Uh, uh, you know what it you, is. You need talent at the end of the day. Ultimately, you have to have players. Yeah, oh, of course. End of the day, it doesn't matter if it's X, Y, or Z as head coach or you and I. Look, look at the hot candidates every year. Look at Robert Sala. Who turned Robert Sala into a hot candidate? I'll tell you who. Nick Bosa did. 
when Nick Bosa came in, it just wrecked that defense. League. Yeah, wrecked it. Uh, yep. Who turned Adam Gase into a hot candidate? It's it's laughable now. Who turned him in there? Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. with six hundred points and fifty touchdowns, and all of a sudden Adam Gase is a genius. Look, you can't win. Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. He wasn't winning games this year. Nope. Uh, that's just what this league is. Personnel first. People need to understand that. And then, you know, I, I always go back to Chip Kelly and, and you know, because it'd be go, Jeffrey Lloyd's obsessed with this innovative tag. And at what point is innovation cease to be innovation? In other words, Rich, uh, if everybody's doing the same thing, like think about Billy Bean and analytics and baseball. When he was doing it, it was innovative. Right. But if everybody does it. Right. Then it just becomes it's who does it. It's the norm. Yes, yeah. who who does it best? Yeah, and and that's where we are, I think, in the NFL. And Jeffrey Lurie is behind the curve. He's going to hate that. I hope he hears it. You've been on. I tell you, he's been your. Uh, oh, he's you're like an assassin with Jeffrey Lurie. I mean, geez, he's been a marked man. I'm not the only one. And by the way, the Eagles do not like that. But understand when so. I'm just curious when they do hire a head coach. Um, I'm wondering what kind of questions will be directed towards Jeffrey Lurie to start, because typically don't they introduce the head coach? Yeah, and he's going to introduce him and get the heck out. That's of there. yeah. See, he gets he gets a free pass in that regard too, yeah. because you probably want to know the thought process behind the hiring. And there's going to be no league meetings, most likely. That's right. It's going he's going to get he's going to get a free pass. But that the questions are all going to be there uh, in whoever the head coach is going to be. He's going to be hung out to dry, often like Doug Peterson. Uh, and, and to talk about it all, my buddy Ad Kratz, Ed Kratz from SportsIllustrated.com, Eagles Maven. Uh, we'll talk to him about this coaching search, Lincoln Riley, which is the story he broke here on AM 1490, uh, sports betting, radio, more extending the play. January is finally here. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on football tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double down to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. The middle. the middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says there's no reason to panic. I'm not even panicking. Like, I've skipped panic. I've just given up. How are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie. Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back. Mm -hmm. You know, because uh, you know, I should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to 
to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Muehlbrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Get ready for a city versus suburban showdown as the best of the best high school girls and high school boys basketball players compete in the annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor. The All-Star Labor Classic of Philadelphia tradition has already donated over $3 million and 100% of this year's total supporting MS. Mark your calendar and don't miss the 34th annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor Sunday, April 18th, 2021 being played at Germantown Academy in Fort Washington. A personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Back on the program, South Jersey, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, extending the play. Uh, Johnny Mack here with Rich Q. And obviously, uh, big playoff weekend uh, in the NFL with the divisional round. And this is when we really get down to the uh, nitty-gritty as far as the really, really good football team. So we'll be talking about that later. But right now, we got to talk about the Eagles coaching search and you know, one guy who's been in on it on the ground floor, he was the one that uh, broke the story on Lincoln Riley uh, and the fact that the Eagles first contacted him. Uh, my buddy Ed Kratz from Sports Illustrated, uh, the SI Eagle Maven. Welcome back to the program, Ed Kratz. Hey, Johnny Mack. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Ed, you know, I, I think, you know, the latest name we talk about in this search came out this morning being Brandon Staley. And I, and I think we're starting to get sort of the template 
of what the Eagles are, you know, maybe looking for, but also I think they almost have to settle for because of how things went off the rails with Doug Peterson. And that's sort of Doug circa 2016. First-time coach, maybe skipping steps, so to speak, uh, who can't demand a lot of power. Uh, how do you see this search in the early days? We know the the five interviews so far, latest Gerard Mayo, Deuce Staley on Friday. Uh, how do you see this search uh, shaping up thus far? Well, they seem to be casting a pretty wide net of candidates here from many different backgrounds. You know, it's uh, kind of surprising to see this many defensive uh defensive-minded coaches being uh, interviewed, guys like Robert Saleh, and now, you know, today Brandon Staley for the Rams is being mentioned. You know, Staley's the, the uh, coach of the number one defense in the NFL, but he's got pretty good personnel on that side of the ball, too, to kind of, you know, uh, make a charge to being number one in, in the NFL and defense. So, uh, you know, we've seen the defensive guys. Gerard Mayo is kind of a, an outside-the-box type of uh interview the linebackers coach in New England uh, not sure that was necessarily for the head coaching position that the Eagles could be interviewing some of these uh, candidates too to look at them as possible defensive or offensive coordinators uh, I thought the interview with Joe Brady was interesting on Wednesday um, 31 year old really has only been in the NFL the one season last year in Carolina but let him get out of the building without any contract. And who knows what's going to happen with Brady he may end up going back to Carolina, but it's been an interesting search in that they've really looked far and wide uh, across the NFL. And even with Lincoln Riley, I think Lincoln Riley was their number one choice. He may still be their number one choice, uh, but now it's going to be up to Riley to see if he's going to want to leave Oklahoma for Philadelphia. Yeah, and, and, and you know, you, you talk about Lincoln Riley and the fact that uh, that is a guy, and, and people have mentioned Matt Rule in the setup with Carolina. He got such a, a not only the contract, not only the length and the money, uh, but also the autonomy and the power uh, that Matt Rule was able to get from Carolina. I, I think that's the only scenario uh, that Lincoln Riley would leave Oklahoma for. So is that even – can Jeffrey Lurie even do that after he's coming off a Super Bowl-winning coach? Like, how how could you even begin to think about giving up that kind of power to an unproven commodity when you had a proven commodity and essentially fired him uh, because yeah. you wouldn't let him have the coaches he wanted? Can you even do that? Well, he did it with Chip Kelly. Uh, you know, he did give Chip Kelly full run in 2015, but that was after Chip had been in town for two years. Um, you know, maybe you could say something like that with Lincoln is, you know, you come in your first year and, you know, we'll put in your contract, you know, you can have your powers increased. I don't know if he would do that either, or, you know, if it would be a handshake deal. <laughs> where, you know, Lincoln would develop more and more autonomy the deeper he got into the NFL waters. But uh, coming out of the gate, I don't think he'll bend over for Lincoln Riley to have that kind of uh, power right out of the gate. Uh, and, you know, listen, and Doug didn't really want that power over personnel and all that. He just wanted to be a coach. And, you know, it's difficult to do both 
uh, in the NFL coach and, you know, do the personnel stuff. We saw what uh, happened with Bill O'Brien in Houston. He didn't quite figure it out. And, you know, Andy Reid even has a personnel guy, but he has a big say in personnel. But it, it's not easy to do. And to have someone coming in from college to all of a sudden understand what the NFL is all about, I just don't see Jeffrey going there. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. We're talking to my buddy Ed Kratz from SI Eagle Maven. You can read his stuff at si.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles. Follow him on Twitter at Kratz, K-R-A-C-Z-E. Always difficult. I always yell at Ed for that. Got to make it easier. (laughs) Got to make it easier for the people. Uh, But, you know, you bring up a good point in the fact that when I look at this coaching search as a whole, and I look at Jeffrey Lurie, he seems to have put himself in, in boxes to me. In other words, it, it would be difficult for him to hire a Lincoln Riley and give him autonomy. Uh, now we have this other situation with Deuce Daly. Everybody and their mother involved with this organization is coming out in support of Deuce Daly. From Brandon Graham yesterday, earlier it was Rodney McLeod. Uh, some uh, so many of the running backs, Miles Sanders, uh, that makes sense. But also people who aren't even here anymore, more like Malcolm Jenkins, Chris Long, uh, very high-profile endorsement, for lack of a better term, with Deuce Staley. But, you know, one of the reasons uh, Jeffrey Lurie fired Doug Peterson, Ed, was because he wanted to go outside the organization for these new ideas, these new schemes that are so innovative. Uh, can he do a 180 there and then say, oh, guess what? We're going to elevate Deuce Staley. Same old, same old guy in the building. In, in other words, oh, yeah. why does he put up these boxes for himself? These fences. He, he sort of fences himself in. Yeah, but I think he can easily, you know, climb out from those boxes and go a different direction. Uh, you know, should should it work out that way? Should he hire Deuce? You know, he could always kind of rationalize away why he did it. And you're right. I mean, Deuce is the popular in-house candidate, the only in-house candidate. And, you know, if you're Jeffrey Lurie, I think he said his one of his number one things he's going to look at is leadership. And, you know, Deuce certainly brings that. They know he brings that. He's been with the organization for 10 years now. This was his fourth interview I mean, I'm not sure exactly what more they need to know about Deuce Staley that they don't know already. I mean, they interviewed him in 2016 to be the head coach, and they went with Doug. They interviewed him to be the offensive coordinator in 2018 and 2020, and he didn't get those jobs. So, you know, if Deuce doesn't get this job, I'm not sure he's going to be sticking around this organization. Um, But he would certainly be a a terrific head coach candidate, in my opinion. And then you could kind of make him the – the CEO, so to speak, of the roster, uh, you know, uh, of the team, basically, while you would then uh, bring in an offensive coordinator, maybe from outside the organization, definitely from outside the organization, because there's nobody in-house that they would go with. I'm not, they're not going to go with Press Taylor. Um, so, you know, they would bring in a, someone from the outside to be both the OC and the DC, and Deuce would just kind of be that leader in the building and stilling his culture and uh, being the leader that everybody thinks that he is and knows that he is. So uh, that would be the only way I could see it make see them making it work with Deuce. 
Yeah, ultimately, you bring up a good point. I mean, Jeffrey's the owner of this team. He can essentially do anything he wants and contradict himself. You know, he did it 18 times in the same press conference. So I suppose uh, it's not going to be that difficult for him to do if he goes a different path when it comes to choosing a, a coach. You know, after the break, I want to I want to get to your thoughts on, on where this search is going to settle on and who the Eagles are going to focus on to be uh, the head coach of this team. But before it, I do want to get to your thoughts on the fact that a, another uh, nugget broke this morning from Tom Pelissero uh, of NFL Media, and that's that Doug Peterson – uh, may talk to the Seattle Seahawks about being the offensive coordinator there. The the kick there is if people don't know, uh, Doug is originally from Bellingham, Washington. Uh, that's his home. Uh, when he did retire, if he stayed here for 20 years, he was always going back to Seattle, the Seattle area, uh, to, to retire. So uh, this could be the one offensive coordinator job Doug would consider and could you imagine how good Doug Peterson might look with Russell Wilson? That was the dream back in that draft when Doug was the quarterback coach here. Yeah, I mean, it's just, listen, that's why Seattle has just kind of been a winning organization for a very long time is, you know, they reach out to a guy they know is from the area who is a pass-first uh, play caller that would mix well with Russell Wilson. And it would certainly be intriguing for Doug to – return home and to coach Russell Wilson uh, after they, the Eagles didn't draft him back in 2013 when they ended up taking uh, Nick Foles. So, uh, you know, it's certainly something I think Doug would consider. I'm not sure Doug is really that big of an ego guy either to say, oh, well, I used to be a head coach and I'm not going to stoop to being an offensive coordinator now. Um, but that could be just a, a nice role for him. He wouldn't have to deal too much with the media. Uh, you know, except for the once a week meetings that the coordinators have, but uh, he wouldn't be kind of in the spotlight as the head coach. And, and you know, maybe that's kind of what Doug would, would want to do at this stage. Um, you know, after a very, very long and tough year with the Eagles and all the scrutiny uh, that he came under. And uh, this might be, you know, a nice little arrangement for him. Well, Dad, I'll add to it. Pete Carroll is unbelievably 69 years old. I just locked yeah. it down. I mean, he looks like he's 45, but uh, he, he is 69 years old, and he could have that easy succession plan as well. I think uh, the whole thing shapes up to me as a perfect fit, unless Doug wants to say, hey, you know what? I, I got two years left on my contract. Uh, the guy who fired me has got to pay me if I sit at home. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's kind of what everybody just thought would happen and probably could still happen, obviously. Um, but th this, this might be a pretty sweet opportunity. And then, like you said, P. Carroll's 69 years old. If Doug goes up to Seattle and, you know, this offense starts putting up eye-popping numbers with him as the offensive coordinator, who's to say – you know, he doesn't get elevated to take over for Pete Carroll in two or three years. I mean, you know, there's a long, a lot of reasons he could go there more than just going to, like, maybe Houston to be a head coach. I mean, I know Pelissero also reported that he might have some other developing options, but really the only two openings that I think would still be out there are the Chargers and uh, Houston. And, listen, you're going into a terrific situation with quarterbacks there as well. 
Um, but again, you're going to become the head coach. You're going to be the man in the, in the spotlight again. And uh, I don't know if Doug's going to be quite ready for that. All right, Ed, and now we're going to ship back after the break to the Eagles and their coaching search. So I, I want to get you ready for that. We want to target who the Eagles are interested in and which way they're going to go. More expend, extending the play with Ed Cratch here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. January is finally here. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on football tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double down to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. The middle. You want to talk about a guy who's been taken care of. Now, he's not making Sam Bradford money. Sam Bradford's like a walking hedge fund. I look up to him. He was the last first-rounder to get that ridiculous money before they put a cap on it. Yeah. And he made every single penny of every contract that he signed. I know we're tearing statues down around the country. They should build one to Sam Bradford. <laughs> the Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Firm handles all types of personal injury cases, and managing partner Brian Fritz tells your story to a jury to secure your future. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. Remember, a personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bean Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. Many of our clients have become uh, lifelong personal friends. Call Brian Fritz of Fritz and Bean Cooley. 215-458-2222 for a free consultation. 215-458-2222. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on booking. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. 
A personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. Back on the air, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, extending the play. Johnny Mack and Rich Q talking the Eagles coaching search with our buddy Ed Kratz from Sports Illustrated. Want to bring Ed back on the program. You can read his stuff at si.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles. Follow him on Twitter at K-R-A-C-Z-E. Did I get that right, Ed? You got that right, John. Congratulations. Do you have that written down in front of you? No, Maybe? I don't. I don't. That's the sad part. Uh, and, and I always got to catch myself. Am I am I spelling this correctly? Which I think it should be, uh, you know, but Ed Kratz is Ed Kratz. It's a difficult name to say, but it, it's not a difficult uh, person to read and not a difficult person to listen to when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles because nobody does a better job covering this football team than Ed. Uh, as I mentioned, he was the one who broke the story that Howie Roseman's first call after they fired Doug Peterson uh, was to Lincoln Riley, uh, the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. And I want to get back into this coaching search, Ed, because um, now that we're deep into it, and obviously the Eagles are casting a wide net, we've seen some of the interviews. We mentioned him. Joe Brady ended up being first. Then you sort of had the hot candidates which I think was more PR than anything else. Robert Sala had options. He was never coming to the Eagles. Arthur Smith had options. He was never coming uh, to the Eagles, but they were able to get interviews. Then you have Gerard Mayo, uh, Deuce Staley yesterday, and now we've had the rumors uh, of requests for people like Brandon Staley, uh, Todd Bowles. Uh, Everyone assumes the request is coming from Mike Kafka if and you know, whenever the Kansas City Chiefs uh, lose in the postseason. And on and on and on we go. So I, I think I kind of know personally, but let's let the listeners know uh, how you see this whole thing shaping out, developing, and, and what you think the Eagles' plan is. Because let's be honest, they have a target. Yeah, yeah, and I, you're right. They have a target, and... You know, I think initially and maybe still that target is Lincoln Riley. Again, they would really like to have him come and be that quarterback whisperer that he was down there at Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray and even Jalen Hurts. But uh, that, to me, would be kind of a very long shot at this point because it takes two to tango, and I'm not sure uh, Lincoln's ready to start dancing yet with the NFL. Um, So realistically, to me, the target would be Mike Kafka, um, you know, with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I think that's who they want. He was somebody that they wanted to talk about last year to be their offensive coordinator, but Andy Reid blocked that interview. Um, so I know they like him. Obviously, they drafted him. He went to Northwestern. He, he was taken in the fourth round back in 2010 by the Eagles. Uh, very smart quarterback, very smart individual. Uh, skill set wise, didn't really have the uh, the type of skill set to succeed long term in the NFL. But 
Um, he went to Kansas City as a quarterback coach, and he's worked closely with Patrick Mahomes. And um, this year he was given the added title of passing game coordinator, and this Chiefs passing game is number one in the NFL. Of course, Mahomes has a lot to do with that. And you could say, well, maybe Kafka had a hand in developing Mahomes. You know, Mahomes was a transcendent talent coming into the league, even though he didn't get taken until the 10th pick. Um, you know, the skill set was there, but, you know, Kafka didn't screw it up. You know, he, he got the most out of Mahomes or helped Mahomes get the most out of his skill set. So that's a plus. Um, he's 33 years old, little on the young side, very new to the coaching business, but I think he is the guy that the Eagles want. I just think that they know him well. He's from the Andy Reid tree, which for some reason the Eagles can't get out from underneath the shade of that tree. They went with Peterson. In 16, it was kind of an underwhelming pick, but look what happened with Peterson. He won that Super Bowl in 2017, got the team to the playoffs the next two years. Um, so I don't see them straying from that tree again. I mean, I know Brian Dable is still out there with the Bills. Um, you know, they're still playing, so they couldn't talk to him uh, until their season's over. But I just think that that Andy Reid tree is too strong for them to ignore. Uh, and I think they'll go with Mike Kafka as their target if Lincoln Riley decides he doesn't want to come. Well, that, Ed, Ed, you bring up a good point with this Andy Reid tree, and I want to I want to pick your brain about that because I got a lot of pushback uh, on Twitter with that uh, when I brought up the Andy Reid coaching tree. What is it with people in Philadelphia and Andy Reid? They can't ra- – I mean, it, it's by far the best tree of the generation, by far. I mean, you look at the AFC side of the playoffs. Uh, who's there? It's Sean Harbaugh. It's Sean McDermott. Uh, it's Andy Reid himself. Even Kevin Stefanski started here as an intern back in Lehigh. Uh, and Brad Childress, before Brad Childress, another part of the Andy Reid coaching tree, went out to Minnesota and eventually made an NFC championship game. Why the heck is it a problem Going to Andy Reid and asking for advice when it comes to uh, f- rising potential head coaches in this league. I, yeah, you know, that's a great question. Um, I don't see an issue with it. I think, you know, the Andy Reid tree is, is solid. And if you've spent 14 years with an organization like Andy Reid did with the Eagles and, you know, developed that relationship with the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, I mean, why, why wouldn't you tap into that uh, if you can? And, uh, you know, you could say Eric the enemy is also on that tree, but I don't think the Eagles would go with the enemy at this point um, because I don't think you could really look at the enemy as being any better than Deuce Staley or any different than Deuce Staley uh, as far as candidacy goes. But, yeah, that tree is solid. I don't, I don't understand. Now, you know, maybe Mike Kafka comes in and it takes him a little while to kind of learn the nuances of being a head coach and, and running his own program because he is relatively young, but, you know, if you have Andy Reid on your speed dial and you have anything that you need counsel on or advice or guidance, you can just call Andy and ask him. And, you know, Andy's the kind of guy that would help you, you know, for the rest of your life. Um, so I don't understand that. I mean, he's a guy that was a resource in the building for so many years and continues to be a resource. And, and why not tap into that resource if you uh, are still on good terms with it, which the Eagles and Andy clearly are. Exactly. Why not? We're talking with Ed Kratz on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, extending the play. Ed, 
Uh, before I get in, and I'm going to put this in your head so you can think about it, uh, uh, your, your home run pick, your 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 target, which you kind of just uh, alluded to in Mike Kafka, but also your safety net. But one more thing before we get there, uh, and that's the theme of this uh, coaching search. And uh, I, if you take out Sal and Smith, as I said, I, I think they were the PR uh, sort of interviews because they were the hot guys of the cycle. You start looking at Joe Brady, who's 31, uh, Gerard Mayo's 34, I believe, and has been coaching for two years. Uh, you you look at uh, uh, Mike Kafka, as we just mentioned, is 33, I believe, and then you talk about Brandon Staley. He's young. He's in his early 30s. Uh, the theme seems to be young. Does that have more to do with this constant Jeffrey Lurie push for innovation, or is it more that these guys would accept an overbearing owner and an overbearing general manager, or is it a little bit of both? Yeah, I think it's all of the above, you know, to be honest. Um, you know, you're bringing in a guy who's just going to be kind of fielding his, or finding his coaching chops, uh, someone who's never been a head coach before, uh, with this search and guys that are just happy to be head coaches and they're going to do everything they can and get as much help as they can from within the organization to succeed. So, yeah, I think there's, that's, that's a big part of it. And, you know, as far as the young goes, the youth goes, yeah, it's innovative, but I think you're also looking at a, an Eagles roster in 2021. that's going to look, uh, at least it should look a lot younger, uh, than we've seen in previous years. There's only a handful of guys now in their thirties and, um, you know, obviously Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey are two. They're, they're most likely not returning and unless there's a big restructure with their contracts. And, you know, Fletcher Cox in those 30 and Lane Johnson is 30. But you're looking at a roster that's going to be uh, fairly young uh, when you consider that they have 10 guys, or I guess nine now after Casey Tuhill left, but nine guys left from their draft class last year that I think are going to play bigger roles. You're going to have... Uh, seven picks right now in this 2021 draft, and you're probably going to end up with maybe 10 after some comp picks, and, and maybe more if you trade someone like Zach Ertz and pick up a pick. So you're going to have a very youthful turnover on this roster, and maybe they want a head coach that has that kind of youth on his side uh, to grow with this roster, or a, a new coach to grow with a young roster, and that could be something that uh, is, is what they're looking at as well. That's an interesting point, Ed. Okay, before I let you go, uh, let's hear how you think this is going to unfold. I want sort of like the Urban Meyer was for Jacksonville, the guy who could bust some trends for the way Jeffrey Lurie has been uh, uh, behaving, so to speak. The target, I think you're on record already with Mike Kafka, and then maybe the safety net if they're not able uh, to get what they want. Yeah, well, I think the home run, obviously, is Lincoln Riley. I think they would take him in a heartbeat if he were willing to uh, come on board and, and kind of, uh, you know, build his way into being trustworthy as far as earning autonomy goes, you know, over the next couple of years, kind of like Chip Kelly did. Um, you know, so that would be the home run. Uh, you know, I think that Joe Brady name is, is kind of an interesting one. I know he doesn't really fit from any tree, like the Andy Reid tree. Uh, but I think he's an interesting candidate to keep an eye on. And, uh, you know, maybe he could be the safety net. You know, you could say Deuce Staley would be sort of that safety net pick, but I think Joe Brady's an intriguing 
name to keep an eye on. He did a pretty good job in Carolina, even though that you know their offense I don't think really lit it up. But he had two receivers go over a thousand yards uh, this year. He did it without Christian McCaffrey. You're sitting there as a former LSU guy with Jamar Chase in the draft, the receiver from LSU who who he helped coach to the Bolitnikoff Award for the best receiver in college two years ago. That would be kind of a, a tantalizing thing to think about with Brady coming in as the head coach, and then you just draft Jamar Chase with the sixth overall pick, and then you just let it fly from there. Ah, uh, seems simple. Maybe the Eagles should call Ed Cratch. You should read. <laughs> uh, you should read Ed. SI.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles. Nobody does a better job covering this team. Nobody has done a better job covering this coaching search. So make sure you check out Ed's work there as well as my own, by the way. Uh, Absolutely. And after the break, Rich Q and I are going to go through divisional weekend games here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. January is finally here. And what's that mean for prop swappers? A huge profit on football tickets. Come list yours for sale today. PropSwap has thousands of buyers around the country waiting to pay big money for your bet. And remember, college basketball is right around the corner. Head into your local casino and make your b-ball futures to find this year's Cinderella. So mask up and double down to sell one ticket on PropSwap and hold on to the other for a huge win. This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I totally agree with you. I mean, I I did not shower for this show today, but I'm alone here, okay? There's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy. Bro, it's just, it's just him, man. Like, it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day. He wore a jock and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I remember I was telling him, you know, I, every time I think about it, you know, it's, it's crazy. But Bobby Horn would come on the center and they kind of give, you know, they goose the center mm-hmm. and go like this so they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro. He went to Ray Rose, hey, coach, you got to do something. He's like, what are you talking about? Man, I smell the back of my hand. You got to tell Everett he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to, to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money, and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to GEICO or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Mulebrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? 
Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Get ready for a city versus suburban showdown as the best of the best high school girls and high school boys basketball players compete in the annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor. The All-Star Labor Classic, a Philadelphia tradition, has already donated over $3 million and 100% of this year's total supporting MS. Mark your calendar and don't miss the 34th annual All-Star Labor Classic presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor, Sunday, April 18th, 2021, being played at Germantown Academy in Fort Washington. A personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bian Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. You're listening to the Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Subscribe to the Jacob Media channel on YouTube for access to all daily sports content. All right, welcome back, South Jersey. we got to get to it here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Rich and I need more time because we got to talk about the games. And uh, obviously, we got to get deep into this Eagles coaching search. And again, we want to thank our buddy Ed Kratz for stopping by. But now let's shift into these games Saturday, Sunday. This, to me, is the best weekend of football. There's more games last week Mm -hmm. with the Super Wild Card weekend. But you know everybody who reaches this point – is a good football sure. team. And, and the games today, uh, and, and and the night game, Baltimore-Buffalo, I, I mean, that is the one game I look at, Rich. I got no idea. No clue. We don't know what's going to happen weather-wise. You know, are you riding both hot quarterbacks? Buffalo's laying two and a half in this one at home. But you're right. I mean, if the weather's nasty, you know, is this going to be a Lamar Jackson? I think Baltimore, I, I mentioned this to you earlier in the week on my show, I, I think they have to figure out a way to establish a ground game and it, win it ugly. Win it ugly, and maybe your, you know, former MVP candidate, your former MVP quarterback, you know, makes plays with his legs, but across the field, so can Josh Allen. Yeah, and I think, you know, the MVP is going to be in the early game, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, true. But probably number two this year is Josh Allen. Great, I mean, great let's season. be honest. He, yep. he deserves to be ahead of even Patrick Mahomes. So uh, it is one of those games where you just say, and I'm kind of leaning towards Rich. Baltimore got hot at the right yep. time. They weren't playing well earlier in the season. They're just playing so well now. I think maybe you get a slight upset. I, 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 I don't think I don't think it would be an upset upset, but I, I, I get what you're saying. No, no, I, I tend to lean towards Baltimore. I think if they can establish a ground game, and here's the thing, right? You got two young quarterbacks there. Lamar Jackson already showed you last week, down 10 nothing on the road, I can come back. And he took over that game. You got to see Josh Allen now. If you get behind ten nothing, thirteen to nothing, 
weather That's a good point. changes and it the is, offense. You know, Baltimore's running game, Buffalo's yep. passing game. They don't run the football at all. Nice dichotomy there. You know, the earlier game, that's cool. the one I am confident in. The one game all weekend, I'm going to say It is no funny when you sit there and say, yeah. I have absolutely yes. all the— It's and, not and, good. It's not good. <laughs> Go the opposite. It's not good. I have, I've given it as my guarantee, Green Bay Packers over the LA. Only way I to— mean, ra- think about it. First of all, Aaron is playing at such a high yep. level. We yep. were talking off the air. Nobody's ever played the position at a high level. Nobody. I say nobody has ever played the position at a higher level. Uh, And then you have the L.A. Rams. Great defense. We just talked about Brandon Staley with the Eagles. You know, he's the architect of that. Aaron Donald might be the best football player in the world. But obviously, defensive tackle is not as important as quarterback. Uh, And then you have Jared Goff going into Lambeau, not healthy. I mean, the guy can't play in cold weather to begin with. No, Listen, the only way the Rams make this his game is that they can figure out a way to get the ground game going and if Donald wrecks the game because I don't trust a quarterback. Now, that line's six and a half. It's a great tease opportunity for you guys out there. But Green Bay should – Aaron Rodgers, I feel, is on a mission this year. Yeah, he is. And then he's going to leave Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, but, but keep that – follow that away, by the way. That's he does right. not enjoy nope. that organization. Nope, nope. Uh, And then we get ship gears to Sunday. Such great games this weekend. The Cleveland Browns and all that explosion. <laughs> and everybody's back. The head coach is back. The offensive line, Joel Batonio, the coaches are back. Everything's back for the Cleveland Browns. And then the hurdle is the Kansas That's City right. Chiefs. That's right. That's right. It's not Pittsburgh. I don't suspect that you're going to see four Patrick Mahomes bad tip picks, uh, if you will, sloppy football. I think Cleveland's got a puncher's chance to keep this game so close. I, but, but I think I they're going to have to score. cover. Well, yeah, late. you can see 35-21 and then a backdoor cover. Late yes. touch. they got to score at least 31 points. Yeah, I will say Kansas City, for all their success, and obviously Super Bowl champions won loss, but they haven't been dominant. Nope, it's tough to oil. criticize a team that doesn't lose. 14-2. <laughs> and yeah. two. <laughs> uh, that, that never loses. But, I, I mean, they haven't been covering. They haven't been nope. just as explosive as normal. Nope. So just keep that in mind. But, look, I'm picking the Kansas City But they Chiefs. know how to do something. They win. Yeah. They win, and they win in January. And, right. and, and they've been through it. And Andy Reid, we know the, the, the medal of, of, of finally getting over the hump. They certainly know how to do it. And then maybe the the most interesting game of them all caps off the entire weekend because it's Brady, it's Breeze, it's Tampa Bay, it's New Orleans. Uh, Sean Payton has been here so many times, and this is this is where it is. Divisional round weekend. Throw I've been taking it for weeks. Throw a dart. Give me, give me the old man. Well, which one? Give me Tom yeah, Brady me the, on the road against exactly. the Saints. That's what I say. Saints, Saints have been leaking oil a little bit. Drew Brees is not completely healthy. So – you know, take that advice at your peril uh, and, and check back next week to yell at us on extending the play uh, here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. want to thank South Jersey, all the listeners. Uh, hit us online, YouTube, if you want to listen to us on demand. Uh, listen to Rich Tuesdays and Wednesdays on Back Your Play. You can yell at him there, 4 to 6. I'm on every night with Ryan Rothstein, The Fix. Uh, at 10.30 here on AM 1490, Uh, all of that. And next week, until then, South Jersey, keep extending the play here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. 
You've been listening to Extending the Play with John McMullen on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Today's program was sponsored by the Malumet Law Office and Remax Real Estate, as well as Bet Rivers Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. This has been a Jacob Media Partners production. Three, two,